Hey everybody, welcome to the Flow State Visuals Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Keeney. On this week's podcast, I'm going to sit down with Jesse Hurt. He's out of Louisville, Kentucky. He's known for doing some landscape, cityscape, and some drone photography. Uh, you can see his work on Instagram at Jesse Hurt, spelled J-E-S-S-E-H-U-R-T. Um, if you want to go check that out before you listen to the podcast, be, I'd be happy if you did because he's a fantastic artist and you definitely need to check out his work. Let's get into it. All right, we're rolling. Jesse Hurt, how's it going, man? That's good, dude. How are you? Good. Round number two. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone listening won't know this, but this will be the second time we recorded a podcast because the first time was uh, we did it in a bar and it was a uh, it was a little noisy. <laughs> it was a little noisy, but it was fun. And a group. Yeah, it was fun. It was funny because a a group sat down directly beside us with a baby. Uh, yeah. And I was like, because I walked, I just thought it was a bar. Bar. I guess it was a restaurant and bar, so it wasn't quite as bad as I thought it was. But I was like, who? Brings their baby to a bar, but uh, that's I mean, uh, that's goals, man. Yeah, it's goals. That's true. I would. I'm saying that like I wouldn't do it if I needed to. No, yeah. <laughs> she'll drive me home. It's fine. Yeah, you can't stop enjoying beer just because you have a baby. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't let you can't let them get in the way of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, thanks for doing it again. Uh, I'm course, sorry that yeah. I had to take another evening out of your yeah. life to to get this done, but uh, I really I really do appreciate it. Um, so uh, we'll start from. So what got you? What got you into photography? Yeah. So, um, so when I was little, my mom was just really big on kind of documenting everything that we were doing. You know, she uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I mean, it was a Polaroid camera. Yeah. And um, she just, you know, she took. I mean, like she must have went through like <laughs> like rolls of film every day. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she would just take a lot of pictures of what we were kind of doing day to day. Um, then we would take a lot of day trips to parks. Like specifically, I remember going to Clifty Falls a lot, which is in Madison, Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we'd go there and she'd take like pictures of us doing stuff on the playground or like whatever, you know, and then she would take pictures of, of the park. Um, yeah. And Madison's kind of cool. I don't know if you've been there before, but like it's right on the Ohio. So there's a lot of um, a long stretch of road where you're just driving along the Ohio. So there's okay. a couple yeah, of spots to, like, you can like... Casino. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's like not near that. Okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's like a couple of spots there too that you can kind of like, kind of like sketchily pull off and like uh-huh. look at the river and stuff. Yeah. She would like take pictures of that. So um, I think so. It's partially that you know, and then I in my adult life, I traveled for work quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, and you know, part of that, as part of that, you just kind of explore like whatever new city you're in or, or um, yeah. whatever part of the country you're in. Um, and so we did a lot of hiking and stuff like that when we um, were in a new place or we'd just walk around the city and explore. And I, I don't know, it just kind of um, gave me uh, something else to do while I was away from home. Um, right. And it, it, I mean, it's, it's definitely a, uh, whenever you go different places and you, you just kind of, yeah. once you do it so many times, I'm sure yeah. that it's kind of like, <sighs> Now what? You know, it's another yeah. city, another, you know, and if you can find something to kind of occupy your time. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that that kind of roped me into it, you know, and then I started shooting um, around where I lived, at the time I lived in southern Indiana, a really small farming town called New Washington, mm-hmm. um, and it really kind of roped me into, like, 
wanting to do it all the time, you know? So I'd, like, drive around New Washington and just, like, pull off on the side of the road and take a picture of, like, a tree or a barn. Or right, like something yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think anybody that lives in the country that gets a camera, that's, like, yeah, barns and trees are cool, so... Well, I think, yeah. it, I think it, like, traveling for work um, and then coming back home to, like, where I grew up was just an interesting, um, like, I guess, like, kind of collision because you know you would travel and you I, like I worked in Boston for a while um, okay. so you go to like a larger city and then you come back to your town of like 600 people yeah. you know and and I don't know like you get like you start to gain more of a sense of nostalgia for it and mm-hmm. more of a an appreciation for oh for sure um, being in a in a kind of small place where you have some privacy or seclusion or solitude or whatever yeah um, so it ended up becoming more of a like like a, there was a little bit more of an emotional connection to it as a result of being away from it so much, you know, so it made photographing it a little bit more meaningful. Um, and it's also like a, it like no one, no one goes there, you know, so there's, it's, yeah. So you're, it's, like it's, it's very original photography whenever you yeah, do that. So it's like a gold mine for finding like stuff that is you like, like I think like in general, um, somebody that wants to take pictures or, or create photographs, like you have to find, like that kind of niche that's unique to you or like what that, that unique story that, that you have that somebody else doesn't share. And mm-hmm. so I guess for me, it was like, okay, I live in this town of like 600 people, which a lot of people can relate to. They've like lived in small towns or whatever, but um, it was just like a place that I don't think, it's like a, if you're on the highway and you're driving, like you just drive straight through it and you probably don't even see the like, welcome to New Washington sign, you know? Yes. Um, so uh, you know, to me it was like, okay, like I'm, I'm starting to gain this more, like this higher level of appreciation for this place. And, um, you know, if I can like photograph it in some way that like represents that and that'd be cool. But, yeah. That's, that's really good advice too. Because I mean, even for me, I mean, I, I live in a, you know, the, the place where I own my other business in a super, super small town. I mean, there's not even a stoplight in it. There's not even a stop sign, you know? Well, I mean, I guess there is, but the main, you know, uh, West 80 goes right through a little town called Nancy, Kentucky. And it's pretty much the same way. I mean, it is, there is nothing there. I mean, but now there actually, there is getting ready to be a national monument there. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. There's because there was a, uh, the battle of Mill Springs. Okay. Um, Have you been to Mill Springs in Highway 90? Monticello. Anyway, they've, uh, uh, They've, they've actually got the money together, and I think it's actually going to get federally funded to become a oh, okay. little national monument. But it's, I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So it, it's a very, uh, where I'm from is, it's kind of a lake town. Like, it okay. really booms in the summer. Like, sure. the population just grows by probably 60 or 70%. Yeah. But whenever winter rolls around, I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, there's nothing. And I definitely need to get out and shoot it more because there's <laughs> stuff there. And I mean, there's there are a few photographers out there, but... I feel like there's, you know, yeah. you can always bring a new look to it. And like you said, it's all about your perspective. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. Um, there was a, like, there was a podcast I listened to, um, uh, like, six months ago. And there was, a, there was a guy on there that he was a relatively big person on Instagram and other social media outlets. And he was kind of talking about that. Um, you know, the thing that's, that I think is more impressive is if somebody can kind of create something, you know, with like that's meaningful or that's unique or special to like a place in a place where you know isn't is it's just not known for that mm-hmm. like anybody can go to um you know the west coast or um, the american southwest or like places like that and mm-hmm. you can create something beautiful because it's accessible and 
you know, it's like it's there. <laughs> like the, like the, the there. beauty is 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 built in a little you know, bit. You know, um, so anybody yeah, can go to a couple. Like there's some waterfalls in Oregon. Yeah, like, you're gonna probably take a decent shot of it because yeah. it's just beautiful. I, I think it's I think it's a totally different thing to like really kind of become self-reflective and figure out okay, like like it's cool that those people go and do that because they like they live there they grew up there they have like that connection to it mm -hmm. um so i think it's important to be self-reflective and figure out okay what is that for me mm -hmm. you know um and what what about like my life or my upbringing or, or like my surroundings that i'm trying to photograph like what about that is unique to me and what like, what story can i tell out of that yeah that's, that's fantastic advice i mean that's i don't, I don't know how else to it, especially for anybody just getting into it, like just what is in your life? What, you know, yeah. go, go do stuff. I mean, it's, it's great to go take those yeah. hero shots of these epic yeah, places, yeah. but are you, are you, are you really, are you really digging in unless you're trying to well, photograph it, things that aren't there? You know, yeah, I mean, I mean, I they're there. It's just, you got to find them. Well, there's, I think there's certainly a, um, like a space for people that like, they may not like, they don't have they may not have that like they just want to go out and they want to like point and shoot and take pictures of stuff you mm -hmm. know and share it as like a from like a social perspective mm -hmm. um like there's definitely space for that uh, and that's fine um but i like to me like photography is a it's it's more of an emotional thing it's a meditative thing it's a storytelling avenue um yeah. it's a way to have connections with other people um and so like i think about it from that perspective and i think if you know you're in someone's interested in telling stories or um, creating conversation or, or like triggering some kind of memory or, an, or emotion in someone then, it, then it's a good yeah. um, starting point to, to start thinking about that stuff mm -hmm. um, but all that said like you still also have to learn how to use your camera correctly and how to oh. like shoot the right way you know like stuff like that is For important sure. too but I think um, you could take like a, an average photograph but it has a good story behind it and then that's like a 10 out of 10 to me versus a really beautifully composition photograph that is just for what purpose you know yes yeah, so I, I think that yeah. especially i go a lot of places and i come back and like i'm happy with one shot so yeah. i mean there's one shot and it's a pre it's it's pretty and it's you know like you know i usually anything i usually post on social media I, I try to you know at least be pretty happy with it but there's so many other shots like i could have told more of a story with even if they aren't these yeah you know just epic shots yeah. that you know you try to put out there but there, there's there's so much of it that uh, I, the last conversation I had uh, on the podcast, uh, this girl shoots live photography, live music photography, and uh, that was what she talked about. How that you know anybody can take a photo of a band, but yeah. what's the story of the night? You know, what's the you know you gotta if, yeah. if you don't if you're not including the crowd, is it really a concert? Is it you know like you gotta have? Yeah. And she goes, all your shots don't have to be these fantastic shots as long as the whole by the end of it, if it's this great story yeah. and you know, that's, that's a great perspective on it, which, yeah. uh, you, so you traveled a lot. Um, and you do, I mean, I've seen you do landscape, uh, yeah. you do, you do cityscapes, you do drone photography. Um, you know, you, you do a little bit of everything and am I wrong? You did do some portrait work, right? I used to. Yeah. yeah. I don't anymore. Um, <laughs> that phase of life is over. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. <laughs> Just too stressful, man. Like, yeah. Like I like, yeah. I mean, we like shot. I like shot a few weddings with one of my my friends. We had like a little portrait business for a little bit, and man, it was just so stressful. And yeah, was it just the the it, not knowing like when the, the money was coming in and well, stuff, or was it the, no? It wasn't that because like it wasn't like our main avenue for like okay. making money. Yeah, know? so it was like, like a side gig, other jobs. Yeah. You do it on the weekends or something. Yeah, we'd like just kind of do stuff on the side. You know, I feel like a lot of people do that. Um, 
Oh yeah. Like we were, we were like pretty self-aware and like we're pretty self-conscious about like we're both very similar in, in personality in that way. We're both pretty self-conscious about what we're creating. Yeah. Um, so we like just look at it and we're like, this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just, it was just really stressful because of that. You know, like you don't want to screw it up. You don't want to like, like there's no do over if it's a wedding. Oh man. Like that's, it, you yeah. just, you just don't want to like do, do like a terrible job. And I don't think we ever did anything that was like horrible, you know. Oh no, you're, you're a good enough photographer. Like, I'm sure that they were, like, you know, average or something. You know? Yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure it was, was probably a little above. You're probably just a terrible critic on yourself, or you know, it's the yeah, very harsh. It's like I don't know. But, <laughs> but like at, at this point, I'm like, nah, that's it's just not for me. You know, it's not like it's not why I like taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, like trying to turn it into a business, like from a portrait perspective, is just mm-hmm. not gonna be something that. I, yeah. I look into anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally get that. I don't know how many people that uh, have kind of, I, I know I've talked to a lot of artists actually, and I have an artist in my family that he, fantastic, like cartoonist. Yeah. And I'm like, man, don't you, you know, you could, you could make money doing this. And he's like, oh man, if it was ever my job, I'd hate it. So yeah. I'm just going to keep doing it like this. It's a and, tough, like, it's a tough know. balance, you know, like I do sell prints um, mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'll do some local, um, like I guess you call them art fairs or festivals or whatever. Like I, I did. There's we have this one here called Flea Off Market. And I've done that um, a few times, and that's fun, you know. Like, but I think um, it's always it's hard for me to like go into it thinking, all right, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make money today. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't really think about it that way. Yeah. It's just like not it's not fun. Like to me, the the more the most most fun aspect of it is like connection. Yeah, to people. meeting people, um, you know, and. It may not be somebody that buys a print, but maybe it's somebody that's like, hey, man, I also yeah, do cool this, like, and we should go do it sometime. Yeah, it's, like, cool to just have conversations, like, about, I don't know, like, I would always take a variety of stuff. Like, it would be, like, half global and half um, kind of travel photography, and, you know, like, somebody is going to look at it and have, like, they somebody's been to a lot of those places, mm-hmm. you know, and so yeah. it's, just, it's just cool to, like, have that um, kind of connection. And, yeah. and Oh, I mean, if, if I came across somebody that had, had some photos of, a place that I've been. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I've been yeah. there. What did you, you know, you, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's an cool. easy conversation like, you end up piece. You learning a, a, a lot about different people in that way. And I mean, in, in some cases, like it's led to like more than just like you meet at a flea off. Like I'll still, I still like hear from those people occasionally through mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, so I'd like the social aspect of it, I think is, is pretty cool. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's something that I've, I've, I've thought about doing maybe, you know, printing, Getting a few prints, written a booth. Well, you know, I'll just... tell you, um, it, it's 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 a tough thing to do. I Total future. This is for. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, and I'm not saying that to like be discouraging. It just yeah. is like it is challenging to mm-hmm. like like you know because like you go into it with this mindset that you like you want to. Um, it's about the like this experience and like letting people see your work and talk about your work and talk or talk about the places that you've been. You know. But there is a like there is still a monetary side of it that you have to consider. Yeah. You know, like, it's like consider. so it's after the conversation, it's like so. Yeah. You buy this? <laughs> no, no. But like you have to consider like what you're gonna put into it, and mm-hmm. and will you at least um, get enough out of it that you're covering like that expense? Yeah. Um, yeah, you probably which, need to at least cover your booth fees. Which and, is like, it, it's hard to do. It can be hard to do that, and I mean it can be discouraging sometimes if yeah. you can't do that. You For know? sure. Um, so you have to just keep your expectations low yeah. and. But and and like be a realist about it, you know. Like photography is a luxury item, especially landscape photography or fine art photography. Yeah. Not a lot of people are just like going out somewhere to like buy that. Yeah, you know? no, no. I um, mean, 
I mean, just to be honest, never in my life have I went out and just being like, yeah, I'll spend up to $500 on a print today. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not because I've never had that luxury of, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's not a thing uh, that, yeah, you just have to really consider like where you're at, you know, and the mm-hmm. types of people that are coming and, and like what the real purpose of like the event that you're doing is. Like Flea Off is more of a social thing. So people come and they mm-hmm. talk to, to artists or, or people that are there. Um, you know, they have some drinks and some lunch, you know, and that's kind right. of it. Like that's its purpose. Yeah. Um, its purpose isn't necessarily to like sell. To, for anybody there to make just all kinds of money. But yeah, you, yeah. Know. you just have to kind of consider like, like what, like what the market is at the place you're doing it and, and all right. that. But yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a very important perspective. I, that's one thing I remember from the first time we talked was how you just talked about, you know, how, how you had to have. Uh, you know, you, you have to be able to look at yourself from the outside and what, you know. Yeah, it's 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 really hard to be, um, uh, I was talking to someone last week about, she had like a, she was, wasn't sure how to like price, you know, her own, or how to value her own work. And like, it is, it is really hard to do that. Um, I think I probably price a little bit lower than other people, but you have to compare yourself to, to people that are kind of creating similar photographs but that's also hard to compare to because you're like well um yeah like what is similar to me you know it's well, just hard and, to, yeah, it's and hard and to what, yourself in that way you know good but, and better is so subjective sometimes like yeah you might be. think something is better when other people look at yours yeah. and say it's better you know it's that's a, why i think it's like we did talk about this a little bit before too and this is like we're like i don't remember what the question was anymore <laughs> it's fine we're just like keep really going on a tangent <laughs> but like that's why i think it's really important to have um somebody that's kind of in your um group of people that you talk to that can give you real honest critique mm-hmm. um not just like the like the yes man like yeah like sharing stuff and like getting a bunch of compliments about it is really great but it's also important and that that's like part of your validation but um it's also really important to have somebody that can look at something and say no this is trash yeah 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 Um, hopefully they don't really say it like that but (laughs) well (laughs) it's okay it's probably good to have a friend like that but it's also better to have a friend that's like okay this is this is what you can fix yeah so like i have a friend um and my friend casey and she helped me out a lot like really early on like learning how to use my camera and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um because I like didn't know how to I didn't know how to shoot manual or anything like that. Oh, I have no um, clue. So. <laughs> you know, or I didn't know and I didn't know how to like judge exposure and how to like, you know, judge a shutter speed bait like at a waterfall or something like that. Like so she helped me like kind of navigate through a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, but she would also like I'd send her I'd send her like pictures of like a hike I did or something, you know, mm-hmm. and she'd be like she'd look through them and she would like now like it's a little, now like the relationship about it's a little bit different because she knows that like I can look at something long enough now and probably see what I did wrong to it yes so she's a little more blunt about it and she's like no this is garbage and I think you are you think you know why yeah <laughs> um, yeah I'm pretty sure you knew this before you sent it to yeah. me like but initially she was like really helpful like saying okay like this is this is why like like your subject is like too offset or like mm-hmm. it's not like your composition's off or like the editing is a little bit weird or like stuff like that, you know, was really helpful. It's really helpful to have somebody that, um, understands more about it than you that can give you honest critique. Like that's something I think if someone was starting out, they should try to like create that like a circle or at least one person that can do that for them. Yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm way too nice to like be that person for someone. (laughs) Cause I'd be like, Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then if, if it's something that's great, I'm like, man, this is fantastic. Like, I'll, I'll be really honest whenever I love something. Yeah. Uh, and if I don't like something, I'll be like, it's cool. 
yeah. I mean, it's just like, like for me, like to me, it's just part of the learning process. And like the whole, like the whole, like art of making a photograph is, is a learning process. Yeah. Like it, it's a never. I mean, somebody straight up asked me like, Hey, what, you know, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, as I would feel like they would need to be brand new to it though. I don't know if, if anybody had done it as long as me or longer. I don't, I would feel really weird about it. I, can, I'm, I just don't feel like I'm a authority. Yeah. On photography, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, that's not why I'm doing this podcast. I'm, I'm doing it to learn myself. Like I think yeah. the, through these conversations, it's going to help me grow as a photographer and learn, yeah. uh, you know, different pathways of thinking. Whenever I'm on, yeah. you know, at places and doing things, you know, whenever I'm planning things, I think that you know, I think the more knowledge you can get, the better. So yeah. I'm, I mean, there's like there's I think there's other means of doing it too. Like mm-hmm. like that that was like my like for me and like how I learn and process and 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 whatever like having somebody that could tell me what was really bad, like just upfront, really blunt, was mm-hmm. really helpful to me. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's, uh, you know, everybody. Some people learn like, like that really operates. well too. Like, yeah, like I, I definitely respond better to like harsh criticism. Yeah, like this is um, trash, fix it. Yeah. Like, this is what you have to do to fix it. And you know this. You yeah. Know, it's... <laughs> um, some people are like, they have different personalities. I did see a piece of advice um, like today on Instagram. I, I can't remember her Instagram handle right now. She's really like, really well known, but um, people were, People had asked her, like, you know, what, like, like starting out, what was her opinion on, on something that she that they could do to get better? And she said, pick out your three favorite photographers and whatever whatever type of photography that you're doing, mm-hmm. and you know, fi- like, because that's probably what you want to do. Like, you want to get to the point where you're producing yeah. images that like like are your own like unique composition, but are still in that style. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding people that have the same style as you that are really really good, mm-hmm. and then kind of. Like honestly, like kind of mirroring that mm-hmm. in your own in your own way uh-huh. um, is another really good way to. Learn. That's I mean, that's Some pretty much how I have tried to. Yeah. You know, if there, there's landscape photographers out there that I really appreciate, and they just they have certain styles and they have certain ways that they edit stuff, and they you know, and yeah. I watch everything that they do. They you know, like because two out of the three or four of them, they I mean, they actually do. They actually have YouTube, and they yeah. you know, they put out tutorials, and I watch everything they put out because I like. Yeah. You know, whenever I look at photography that's these are the ones I like the most and it doesn't mean that I don't like other stuff it's just if you ask me if yeah if, if I could do one or the other I would do what you know the kind of stuff they do that's that's great advice too. find somebody that you're drawn to and you're probably drawn to them for a reason yeah so you know and that's it's good to try to emulate that it's a it's a great way yeah. to I mean it kind of goes hand to hand like like learning how to like like if you have a certain style of photography that you want to do, but also like figuring out what kind of inspires you to do more like mm-hmm. like beyond just like looking at a, a picture Mm-hmm. Um, like Chris Burkhardt is one of my favorites. He's fantastic. And I mean, he's he, ridiculous. He takes great photographs, but I like him more because of because of how he like represents the work that he did mm-hmm. for, through emotion and through a story. Yeah. Um, and that's why I, I, I like I look up to him and admire him. You yeah. know, more so than the quality of like his pictures. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's how I am. Uh, there's yeah. uh, one of the YouTubers I follow. His name's Nick Page. I'm sure you. I, it sounds familiar. Um, yeah. He he does a lot of Oregon stuff, but he it's it's hilarious. We have uh, he was he, he grew up in a you know I, I didn't grow up poor, but I didn't grow up rich. Uh, he grew up pretty you know pretty pretty poor. Kind of made it, and he he worked on a golf course forever. I worked on a golf course forever. <laughs> he used to play in a metal band. I was in yeah. a metal. So I've always. And then, like, hearing him, he's he's ridiculous, and he's this great photographer, and I hear him talk about the struggles of, you know, mean comments on YouTube and how he, he has a hard time uh, with it. And I'm just like, I, I, I get that. I, I appreciate Because whenever I look at his stuff, I'm like, dude, why would you ever worry? You're, yeah. the, you're the 
you're one of the best in the world at this. And he, it, it, it really bothers him. And it, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of drawn to that. Like, I feel like that's, yeah, uh, it's, you know. Um, that's an interesting thing for people to navigate, too. Like, mm-hmm. I've never really gotten a lot of negative press or, like, mm-hmm. any, yeah, like I'm not, too many you negative know, comments not through Instagram. I feel like I'm not big Facebook enough to. Facebook a little bit more. <laughs> Like okay. I have, I've gotten some some more interesting things through Facebook, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah. If but, you want a bad comment, Facebook's probably where you can get it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, like I don't think you should. Like, if somebody's asking for like advice or like a critique or whatever, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But I don't think you should just go like. Oh yeah, this guy. He know, was like, like, I mean, comments on YouTube. Comment. I'm like, man, you can't you can't read comments on YouTube. It's the worst place in the world. Uh, YouTube's probably worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm it's not, really. But I mean, they were just like calling fat. You know, yeah, it's like that's, that's that has nothing to do. You know, you just yeah. just delete that guy and move on. Don't yeah. don't you know? You can't think about what, but it just you know. It, uh, I don't know. I just I, I appreciate his perspective on stuff because he kind of came yeah. from nothing and he he really he really wants to do good work and he wants to be great. And I mean now he's I mean, he probably has over a hundred thousand followers and he leads workshops all over the world. And it's like, yeah. man, why are you worried about this douche on YouTube? You know, but I appreciate yeah. him. His, his I appreciate his honesty about it. That's um, yeah. I've always liked that. So that is bright. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh what was the question <laughs> so you asked me so you asked me i was thinking about it like while we were talking so you, yeah so you you were just commenting on how like i do i do a little bit like i don't just do like what like landscapes or like taking pictures of the city or whatever i kind of oh yes kind of do both and like yeah i mean um it just is just kind of whatever i feel drawn to at the time you know um mm-hmm. and, and again like my purpose for taking pictures is to like hopefully like somebody looks at it and it like triggers some memory or, or like they they makes them think about something or they um you know get something more out of it than just like double tapping it and, and continue and then just scroll. scrolling but, past. but if yeah. not that's okay be, like because it is also like for me it is more of a like a, just a means of escape or, or or a way to kind of meditate mm-hmm. you know like yeah. because it, it like for me it like it really is like one of the times where I get, I can completely shut my brain down and only think about doing this one thing and right. processing this one thing. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's more of a, it's more for me and, and like my way of, of yes. you know, getting yeah. through the, you're going to keep doing it. Whether, yeah, you're going <laughs> to keep doing it. <laughs> but I do hope that like, like, you know, that it's some, sometimes like that it might trigger some, some like memory or, or some, I don't know, feeling from someone. And, right. and like, I've been like pretty fortunate that like I have had conversations with people like that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like I think the one we talked about last time was a picture of my front porch. Your front porch. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, the, um, yeah, that was a, so that's this, a great story. It's it, like, like, I don't know, like it was like three o'clock in the afternoon one day and I'm just like, I'm going to take a picture of my porch for some stupid reason. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I'm outside and this is like, a, it's like cheating a little bit, but I'm like covering my porch with leaves cause it's fall time. Oh, it's fun. All this stuff's yeah. in my yard. <laughs> and, uh, and I took this like stupid picture of my porch. I shared it. And this woman, um, commented on it and she like had lived in the house you know yeah and, and that was super cool and she was telling me about how like like her like it was similar to like have my experience living here like she moved into the first floor the second floor rather mm-hmm. with her dad and that's where I lived initially and then I moved down to the first floor and then she also had lived on the first floor yeah and she was just talking about how like you know how many memories she had living on the street and in the house and like just 
like making spaghetti with her dad and like watching TV or like playing board games, stuff like that. Yeah. And like, that's like the kind of thing that, you know, is really cool to me. Oh, that's like, a, somebody, I mean, that, that's an incredible story yeah, to take a picture of, that, you know, your like, front porch and somebody <laughs> happens to see it that used to live in that house. Well, that's like, a, for, initially I was like, whoa, she knows what street I live on. That's a little, yeah. it's like, <laughs> but, oh no, this but, like, hopefully like, this isn't a, like, as soon as she read it, yeah. she's probably like, oh man, I hope this isn't one of those weirdos that, you but, know. But no, it's super cool to like, you know, have to like hear, hear something like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, like that's, uh, it's kind of the, a, a um, oh, what's the word for it? Like, it, it's kind of a nice, um, like secondary thing that happens, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, because like initially, like I'm just doing this for, for like fun or like as an escape or, or to kind of meditate on, on something or self reflect. But like the secondary aspect of it is that it might actually mean something to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. I think the other one, the other recent, uh, conversation that I had that I thought was really cool was um, was a picture of Black Mountain and for people I don't know Black Mountain is the highest peak in Kentucky yeah um, and she reached out to me and was was talking to me about how she lived in in Appalachia or like that mm-hmm. southern part of Kentucky which is really really poor Very. Um, <laughs> maybe one of the poorest parts of the whole country <laughs> yeah I think it is I think it is one of the poorest counties in the country yeah. um, she was talking just talking about how she she lived there for a long time you know and she almost died there from carbon monoxide poisoning Mm-hmm. Oh, and gosh. like just, I don't know. Oh, just from just, like having a wood stove or yeah, coal stove yeah, guess, or something. Yeah. yeah, she was just talking about like just different experiences living there and how that like seeing a like a picture of it kind of triggered that, you know. Um, yeah, just a memory. Like, stuff of like that's super cool. It's, it's just yeah. like a yeah, like a secondary aspect of it mm-hmm. that you don't really, I don't know, expect, um, but you like kind of hope happens. So it's really cool. <clears> yeah. There, oh, there's happens. nothing better than getting a, a a comment or a message about somewhere you've been. Like, yeah, I know whenever we did our trip this year that. I had a few, uh, there's actually a, there's a couple of traveling across the country right now that ever since I got back, I'd posted some stuff and they were just like, they just messaged me and started asking me questions about places I've been and like yeah. where, they, where I thought they should go and stuff. And like, we like your photography and yeah. we just like to go see some of that stuff. And it was in some of the places that they had already been, they talked about like how much they loved it. And, stuff. and I just yeah. like now, I don't mean, I know it's just like this internet thing where you, you talk to people back and forth, but it's just, that's just neat to actually have yeah. a, a legitimate conversation, you know, a, and almost a relationship with people that you, you've never met, never even seen, but yeah, you know, it's super rad. if they see something, then they, once you do it the first time, then they feel like, yeah. Oh my gosh, where is this? I, I need to, to see like, this. I used to be a little bit more leery of it. I wouldn't like really talk to people as much. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I scoped their stuff out before yeah. I ever say anything back. <laughs> but now I, now I'm like more open to like, you know, like I'll approve a, a message request or like stuff like that, like pretty frequently now just yeah. because like, it is social. It is social media, and I feel like it does just have like this weird stigma about it that people mm-hmm. are just like creepy on the internet. Yes, and I've like yeah. like I've never had a conversation with anyone that was anything less than pleasant, you know. Yeah. Um, so like I've just kind of embraced like the whole social aspect of it because like that's the point. Yeah, like, yeah. The only thing that I've ever <laughs> had that was I mean it wasn't like a weirdo, but it like you just get the message or you just get the comment, "Where's this?" and it's like. They don't follow you. They don't. Oh, they didn't even I don't like care. the. Like, you know, and it's I, just like. I, yeah, that's not. It doesn't bother me too much. I mean, like some people are just, you know, if that's what they're <laughs> curious about, like that's fine. You still came and you checked it out, and like, yeah, you know, I, it doesn't. That doesn't bother me too much. It, it's not that it. I, I don't know. And no, it bothers me. I mean, <laughs> I'm weird about it. I guess I don't know. It's no, just like it's, not weird. it's just it's like fine. you could like yeah. the photo. You know, you could you could you could you could leave a like, hey, this is cool. Where is it? You know, or but where's this? Like no effort. Like you could have private message to anything. You know, it, just 
I don't know, a little bit of effort on someone's part would be nice. Just for, you know, no, I, I get instead of just, where's yeah. this? And you just expect me to just spit it out to you. And I don't even know who you are. And it's like, I don't know. And then, you know, it's usually, usually it's, you know, the people that you that say those things, you go look at their page and you're like, man, this part, I don't want to tell this person where it is because I don't feel like they'll take care of it. I don't feel like yeah, they'll, I get that. you know what yeah. I mean? Like you just, I don't know. I get weird vibes from people sometimes off of that stuff. I just... If that's the if that's the most effort you're willing to do to try to find a place, it's like. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I'm always a little bit weird about asking like where people went. I yeah, don't, I don't know why. Like, I, I if, if to, I, like it's like part of the process for me. It's like mm-hmm. part of the effort that I'm making, you know, to create something or mm-hmm. like go see something cool. Like yeah. I kind of want to be the person that owns how I found it. Yeah, and, and I ask people where stuff is. Like the, I like one time specifically that I didn't do that was talking to um, Daniel or DSM photography on Instagram okay, yes. um, to find Pine Island because he gave yeah. me the coordinates. Everybody message him and tell him he needs to come on the podcast. He doesn't don't, want to, but sorry. Don't, <laughs> don't overwhelm Daniel with, with messages. Um, but like, you know, but yeah, I, I totally get the perspective that, you know, you, you want to hope that if you're going to tell someone how to get to something that's not at that accessible or easy to find that they'll, they'll respect it and they'll, you know, mm-hmm. treat it in the right way. Yeah, I I have asked people where things are, but it's usually people that I've tried to build like some rapport with, and you know, yeah. talk back and forth about photography, and or you know, at least have some you know back and forth about other things, yeah. you know, and you know maybe more than once before I'm just like, hey, where's this? Yeah. <laughs> but I and I mean I've probably sent the same message to a few people. They're like, man, Phil, you have done that to me. It's like, well, I thought you knew me at least. You know that I go out and I. <laughs> I, I, you know, I try to take care of nature, and I, you know, I, I really appreciate, and I, I go um, to places that, you know, in the areas, and, you know, I, yeah. I, I try to capture things too. So uh, I, I don't want to. Um, also, I'll steal your composition if you, if, if we're. <laughs> don't think that I won't. If I think it's cool, I'll try to do it. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, but don't set up, but to, like wait for me to set up somewhere and be like, I'm gonna no, go over here. Like that, that, that doesn't bother me. Either. I know like some people like get bent out of shape when, when like somebody takes a picture that's similar to them, but like yeah. it's like you took the A1 you know, shot. Like, like this is the shot you take of it. I don't. You well, know? like it's sometimes it's that, and sometimes it's like like I mean I, like I've had people that I've like, had conversations with them about something, and then they go to like the whatever, and they take like a very similar composition. Like that's fine because. Um, like I'd like to think I had like a small part in like inspiring them to go do something. Right. It doesn't happen that often. So right, like you know. it just feels like kind of cool when that happens. I've tried to like change my perspective on that because I used to get annoyed about it. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, like, you know, this person is, is learning and they're like imitating something mm-hmm. and maybe that's how they learn or, or, you know, they, at a minimum, they at least got out and did something cool. Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, that's, that, it is a weird thing, I guess. To um, yeah, I, I say I, that jokingly, like yeah, no, I just I just try to sh- kind of change my my viewpoint on it, you know, because mm-hmm. like people should people are allowed to go out and like you know like have that enjoyment, and if they take a similar composition, then yeah. you know, like it, it's okay. Yeah, it's not like, that's like the first guy that ever took a picture down like, Monument Valley Road. Yeah, and he like, sees people like what the heck? Yeah, like, and that's why I think you have to look at it from the perspective that like if it's somebody that reached out to you and they were asking for help to find something and you help them and they go and they take a picture similar to yours, like yeah. like you help them create that in some way, yeah. and and I think that that's a like a cool thing to to know that you um, gave them that inspiration to like mm-hmm. get out of the house that weekend and like go take a hike or like go right. see something cool other than staying yeah. at home or watching TV. You know, like it's it's 
I think if you look at it from that perspective or try to change your mindset to think about it that way more, then it's like right. Less, yeah, that's uh, I don't know, frustrating or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's a good perspective of it because you just you know originality in in certain places is really hard too because yeah, some some places you go, it's like there is one really good spot to take a photo, and the rest of it, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, but, I don't I don't really think there's there. It's like it. Like you can like kind of take something that's that's original in, in a way, but like mm-hmm. also like you the location that you're like creating that original that thing that you think or that composition that you think is original might be original for that location, but that like you probably got that inspiration from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like you probably didn't like wake up one day and think, "Holy crap, I'm gonna do this." I've this got way. figured it like, out. <laughs> like like whether consciously or subconsciously, like you are like looking through Instagram and you're like, look, or wherever you look at photos and you're like still seeing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that it to, like, maybe this might end up sounding weird, but like for me, like, like mm-hmm. that stuff like kind of sticks with me in my subconscious. Mm-hmm. And like, I've noticed that the more and more I've looked at a certain style of photograph or like a shallow depth of field, photo, like photograph, stuff like that, I start doing it more and more kind of naturally mm-hmm. without really like, yeah. like, like thinking about it actively. But I know that it's because I'm drawing inspiration from other things that I've seen. Yep. Um, so I guess, in that sense, like whatever, whatever unique composition you think you're creating somewhere might be unique to that area, but it's not like unique in terms of like the, the, like the mechanic or like the, I don't know, like the effect that you're trying to create. With the yeah. Like the technicality. So of I, try to like, I try to think about it that way too. Like nothing is really that original. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be the person that took like that or that, like, you know, kind of, um, composition in that one place but somebody's probably taking a similar one somewhere else and you drew inspiration from that from that so yes i try to like yeah. keep it level-headed by thinking about it that way that like yeah you know that's a great perspective too i mean it really if is that's that, really if all that like long-winded stuff made sense yeah no sure. no it does it it absolutely does <laughs> but... because I, I know what you mean because I, I catch myself in uh i mean this is a little bit of a tangent from that but it's i catch myself doing things that i have been watching videos on or yeah you know if there's if somebody that i've been you know i follow um they start doing something i'm like i kind of like to do that and then i catch myself like yeah. only trying to do it i'm like okay stop like just let yeah, it come to you when it happens it happens but don't don't you know sometimes that stuff yeah. you yeah, can't I mean, force it you know yeah you can't force it but like there's also nothing wrong with that i mean like you still like you can get you no know, it's because you yeah through imitation and whatever um yeah well and it's so, you yeah. you test yourself to do things to you know that's kind of a I mean, that's part yeah. of growth is kind of learning how to do more than one thing all the time is yeah. important. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a <laughs> very good. Uh, so you have, you said you used to travel for work. Yeah. Where is your favorite place? <laughs> oh, man. Um, it, so, yeah, it's, it's still Big Sur. Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, of, co- like, of course, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's Big Sur. And, I mean, it's because, like, the first time, I've been to Big Sur five different times now. And the first time that I went, I had no idea what that was. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's, like, a famous highway and it's, like, a famous, like, landmark, you know. But, yeah, I, no, I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, you're like, okay, going to Big Sur. Yeah, I must no have biggie. been like 24 or something at the time, and I traveled with one of my coworkers to San Francisco for a week, and we're hanging out there, and we had a day where we didn't have anything to do, and then one of our other coworkers recommended driving uh, through Big Sur, 
and neither of us really knew what that was. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of like blindly got in the car and plugged in um, <laughs> Big Sur into the GPS, <laughs> which uh, now like now, you know, like Big Sur is a big stretch of land. So like, where is that even taking you? Yeah. Um, but we just like got in the car, started, started, drove, drove, from San, drove from San Francisco and started driving down the coastline. And yeah, really had no idea what to expect. Um, but, and then saw one of the craziest things you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's, like it's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I think it's like partially because like I had no attachment to it and like no expectation and it just kind of blew my mind. It was just all, all. Like. Yeah. It was, well, and also like I didn't really, I hadn't really traveled that much, frankly, um, outside of like the Midwest mm -hmm. until then. Like I didn't have a means to, you know, like I couldn't afford to like travel Right. to a lot of places like that until until like that point and um yeah so it was just a really interesting um thing to kind of think like it was an interesting thing to experience that I, I don't think happens very often anymore like it's very hard to like have a um kind of like uh you know like when you're a kid mm -hmm. and you know, everything you see and everything is, is cool yeah everything is like a little bit more magical like it was kind of like an opportunity to like feel that mm -hmm. like as an adult um yeah, it's like one of the, it's, I think it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. And like my favorite spot is, um, is like the, like there's like a pull off that's really famous. Like they used to sit across from the bridge, Bixby bridge, mm -hmm. um, to watch sunset there. Uh, yeah. and yeah, it just, it just kind of blew my mind. Like I, I felt like I was like teleported out of, uh, I, don't I can't know, imagine going to a place like that and not knowing where yeah. I was going. That would be, yeah, it was super, amazing. It was a super interesting experience to, yeah. like, to just have no knowledge of it. Um, yeah. it's just really hard to like <clears throat> have those organic experiences now. Oh yeah. Because anywhere like, you go now, you're like, Oh, we're, yeah. well now you, I mean, you pretty much plan. So it's like, Oh, where are we going? And you just Instagram hashtag yeah. whatever. And then you're just like, Okay, this would be cool, and it still happens where you're awestruck by things because seeing a picture of yeah, it versus yeah. seeing it, you know, the you know vast landscapes of stuff or just whatever yeah. cityscape, you know, crazy cityscapes are like you see them, you know, you go to certain cities and you get in them, and you're like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, that's kind of how I felt um, going to New York for the first time, New York City, mm -hmm. uh, like. Like you know how big it is, you know. Sure. Yeah, I haven't. I've never been there, yeah. so like, it gives me anxiety just thinking about being <laughs> in New York City. So, but like you, like you, like see pictures of it, you know. Like growing up, like I mean, it's New York, like it's everywhere, you know. Pictures yeah. of it are so. I always kind of knew. I knew it was big, but like when you're like standing right in the middle of it, it mm -hmm. it it's like kind of crazy how big it feels. Oh yeah. Um, so oh, I'm like, sure it's so. It, like it, like yeah. I mean, I guess it works both ways. Like like New York like going to New York city, like went above my expectations because I didn't mm -hmm. expect it to like feel as big as it did. Uh -huh. Just even though you've seen pictures little, of your whole life until you're there, it's one of those. On my part. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So like, <coughs> California, the, the coast of California, big Sur, like that. I don't think anything will ever top that for me just because of like the nature of how like it, it kind of happened. Right. Unless somebody just put you on a plane, took you to somewhere you've never yeah. seen before. <laughs> yeah, and like, they're, they're not going to tell you where you're going. It didn't tell me where I was going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then maybe, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, and you said you've been back five times, four more yeah. times after that. Yeah. That, I yeah. went every year. This is the last year was the first year I hadn't been to California in five years. Oh really? So yeah, I didn't yeah. travel. I didn't go last year. 2019. Yeah. But yeah. yeah the, you, he has a couple of uh, printed uh, shots from the coast and, I see why, because it's uh, they're they're pretty ridiculous. It just, I mean, it's that perfect coastline shot, just yeah. sun, you know, perfect sunshine. Just it looks incredible. So I can see why that uh, I can see why it was like that for you. Um, I mean, 
the, the first time that, I mean, I'd, I'd flown out, like I'd been to Vegas, so I mean, I've been west, but as far yeah. as like traveling and actually driving out there, this is the first time I ever did that this uh, past year, and I mean, I looked at, that's kind of what I was saying, is I, I saw pictures of places, but until I got to them, I didn't, I mean, I was like, oh, like, you know, like Badlands National Park, I knew that it was going to have these weird looking hills, you know, that yeah. you don't see anywhere, but until I was standing in it, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is the same, Yeah. this is the same planet? Like, it's hard to even believe that this, yeah. you know, especially in the same country, it doesn't even look like, a, you know, <laughs> anything that you've seen. Or, I mean, it doesn't look like anything. Nothing, once you get so far, nothing looks like Kentucky anymore because what you can actually see yeah. forever, you know, and I know you know that too. Like, in Kentucky, yeah. you can't really see that far anywhere. Yeah. There's no, I mean, I mean, I get, you know, if you go up on, like, Black Mountain, you know, you can see a very long ways. But yeah. that's, I mean, there's there's not that many of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's... Kentucky's interesting. Even uh, at that, even if you get up there, I mean, humidity is usually so rough, you still can't see that far. Yeah, Kentucky's been a, it's, it's tough to get a lot of elevation here to where you mm-hmm. can kind of see a lot. Um, I feel like Kentucky is, I don't think it's like that known for it, but it probably should be how many freaking waterfalls are here. It's silly. Like, there's a ton of waterfalls here. Well, you know, I, if you, I was saying that, if you Google it, if you Google waterfalls in Kentucky, there's like three that pop up. Yeah, like you're gonna see like Cumberland, maybe Eagle, and yeah, yeah Cumberland, Eagle, and uh, May. What was the other one? I remember I laughed because I was like, "There's three, there's three yeah, waterfalls. I know better." Like, there's so but, many here. Oh, there's um, hundreds. I, I don't Just, think it like yeah, it's not known for that at all. Like, unless but you like lived here and like and you were like really interested in hiking or something, you probably wouldn't know that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like people think about Kentucky, they're like, ah, oh, the Derby and yeah, horses and horses and bourbon like yeah horses there's bourbon a, there's a uh, coal like that's what <laughs> there's a ton of, of really beautiful landscapes in Kentucky that you know oh for sure like that it's pretty like I think it's just pretty unknown to people mm-hmm. which is like cool and and in and, and a way you know because it's like mm-hmm. our own like like thing where people from Kentucky know a lot about it um, uh-huh. but but yeah um, I, I don't know why that hasn't kind of spread to mm, I don't yeah I don't either it's a, other people it's it's weird but. until the, there's some places that in Kentucky until you see the like the the rolling hills in a few places you just I don't know yeah, it, it don't. is it's a really it's really beautiful here yeah. I, I don't mean it it, it was weird because whenever I went out west I was like man you can really like I thought you can only see so far like you can see forever with your own yeah. eyes like you can see forever yeah. once you get out and some of those some of the views out in Wyoming and stuff it's just I didn't even understand because like I said it's usually so hazy here from humidity and stuff it's even if you did get up there it's only gonna you know you're only gonna see so far because of the haze and you get yeah. up there and it's just it's just clear as it can be I mean it's so weird and then we get back and I mean like I said I think Kentucky's beautiful but once you go to a few places it's just like oh well, it's really um, it's really crazy how diverse the United States is in in terms of landscapes. I mean, you know, we go from like like some like kind of mountainy things on the East Coast to just flat in the Midwest to like desert to like, but like that part of the country also has like a lot of forests and stuff, and mountains. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you get to the coast, and that also has like has deserts and beaches, ocean and mountains. Like, it's kind of crazy how. It is Most a very, is. very, very diverse country. You can go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know like people like, and they love to travel international. There's like a lot of cool stuff to see that way too. But uh, there is a lot here to see. Yeah, um, that yeah, that was that was me. Place. I was like, I'll start going yeah. other places probably whenever I think that I've seen enough of this one. 
you know, like, and then once you, once you've seen like all of this, then there's like, oh, you can still go to Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like yeah, dude, half Alaska the whole country. Crazy. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's wilderness. There's not, you know, there's not light pollution. There's not crazy big cities. There's, yeah. you know. Alaska would be uh, super fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really one of my, <laughs> one of my goals for the next, I, I'm going to say next five years. I don't want to put pressure on myself to do it, but I want to drive to Alaska. I want to go and like, I want to drive to the Arctic well, Circle. Yeah, that That's, would be a, that would be quite the drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a I want to drive to I want to drive to the Arctic Circle. That's one of my goals in life is to is to go up and just be like, okay. Yeah. I drove about as far north as you could go in the country. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> super I, cool. It did take so much planning obviously and like you'd yeah. you know, hopefully I can talk friends to go because it, uh I mean, I know my wife will go, but I don't know if I can talk anybody else into Dude, you could taking probably, that much time to go do something like that. You could probably talk me into it. <laughs> um, You're like, hey, uh, uh, you may have to, I don't know if the Kia uh, Forte will. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think the Kia. Uh, I drive the Kia Forte. Just oh, no, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not crapping really, on it. I'm just, it's really masculine. It's a great, it's probably, it's, it's way really, more practical. Really I, I promise it's, 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 it's way more practical. I promise it's very practical. It's it gets a, really good gas yeah, mileage. Exactly. It's not, um, it's certainly not. Uh, it's not a brick with a brick on top of it, like what I drive. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's, it's just, it's certainly not good for, um, you know, like a gravel road is not going to treat that thing very well, you know. No, no. no. <laughs> so uh, like, so like anything more extreme than that would be a little bit challenging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that wasn't. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent and shit on your car. That's not what I was doing. Oh, I promise. Fine. I was just it like, is, I was just like, man, not I, like I'll talk I'm, you into it, but we're gonna have to. I'm not offended by yeah. people making fun of my Kia Forte. <laughs> um, it's fine. I, You're like I whatever. Know, I get forty miles a gallon. I know what I did to myself. Yeah. You know, like, I know what I what I asked for. <laughs> No, it's funny because I, I, I kind of wish that I had something like that to drive around every day instead of instead of mine because it gets like 15 miles yeah. to the gallon. So it's, yeah, it uh, is you know. it is good from with, with the gas mileage, but but it is not it's, it doesn't like really win you any points in any other category. <laughs> so it's funny though. So I'll I'll tell a funny story about because uh, uh, you know I got mine so that I could take it anywhere. And, yeah, you know pretty much. I'm mean, I can't just go through anything, but uh, we get out to Canyonlands National Park. And we're like, okay, there's this off-road section, and it's like 40, 50 miles between Canyonlands and Moab in yeah. Utah. And I was like, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. You know, this is, this is going to be, you get out there, and you go down this, like, I mean, it just switchbacks forever. You go yeah. from like 2,400 feet down to, a, to the lake bed, or to the, I mean, to the river. And uh, lake bed. You go to, yeah, you, you go all the way down to the river eventually. And I mean, we're like, 20 miles in you know we're having to go through slow through this stuff and yeah i, mean, I never had to, like put it in four-wheel drive it was never that bad but it was just i don't know it was cool like we were off-road and going to moab you know i just thought it was the coolest thing ever we got like 20 miles in and we just passed these four kids in a corolla <laughs> and i was yeah. just like damn it you like you, like, you ruined this for me <laughs> like i thought that i was being awesome yeah and you did it in a corolla like you, you like <laughs> like stuff like that kind of freaks me out though um because like I, I'm not gonna lie, like like when I've rented cars and I've traveled other places, I definitely didn't have like the right kind of utility vehicle that you should have <laughs> yeah. for certain places. Like one one specific time that comes to mind, I was traveling through through Washington. I want to say it was in Wa it was in Washington, yeah, yeah. with with an ex girlfriend of mine, and um, we like we like saw this sign for the original Oregon Trail. <laughs> um, maybe it was in Oregon, which would make yeah. a lot more sense. 
But anyway, so we saw this sign. <laughs> Around like, there. It was like the original Oregon Trail, and it was a gravel road. And we were like, oh, let's take the detour. It'd be like super cool to say we drove on this thing. It was such a nightmare. We were like in a Camry. And so like, like it was fine at first, but then you get, we got to this spot to where it was like the point of no return because there's no like, you can't turn around because it's too tight. Yeah. And like, but there's like this big, like, you know how like gravel, like, like just a wash out water, like, yeah, yeah just yeah. kind of washes out of like a little <laughs> like fake Canyon thing. Yeah. Like gravel. <laughs> so it was like driving through those for like, it, it felt like it was an eternity. I mean, it felt like we were doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah you're the guy that would ruin so my, slow. like, my because I would, I would think I would be so cool driving through there in my four-wheel drive and just, you know. Yeah. Like, this is, this is what it's about to have this vehicle and then uh, pass a Camry. That just <laughs> Trust me, whatever you think you can do in that thing, we can do it in a Camry. In a Camry, no. Maybe it's, even a Kia Forte. It's, it's funny, so that was, that was the moment that I realized, because I had had these, like, um, you know, I was wanting to, you know, put this big lift on my truck and, you know, put 35 inch tires and all this stuff. And I was like, man, no, I'm going to be the guy that ruins those guys' dreams someday. Like, I'm just going to be like, yeah. you know, I did it in a stock vehicle, like pretty much. So it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but like on a more serious note, like it's okay for people to, to like kind of drive whatever vehicle, but like seriously, I need, I, I want to stop seeing people like go on six mile hikes with no water or no like oh. bag or like even like, a, like we saw some, we did like a, one of my friends and I, my friend Charlotte and I last summer, we did like a 12 mile hike and we'd like see people that are hiking it with no, with nothing. We're yeah. like, that's just, it just sketches me out a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, you know? you're, you're, <laughs> Cause is, I know is, I'm tired is, doing it. So like, yeah. and I have like yeah. water and I have food and I have like the stuff that I should have. Yeah. <laughs> so it like sketches me out when I see. Oh yeah. That, stuff that like stuff. That. Uh, and I mean, I've, I've caught myself in a couple of situations that I took, like I took water, um, and yeah. thought it was enough and it's not like uh, not, I'm a big guy and like I need, you know, when it's 85, 90 degrees yeah, and I, in Kentucky, we were just saying it's like a hundred percent humidity. Yeah. That's the thing it? too. Like you are, you're in Kentucky and it's like summer and it's like 110 with the heat index Yeah, and it's, it's humid and like, I don't know how, I don't oh. know. It, it's, it just sketches me out. Oh, freaks yeah. me out. <laughs> oh, for sure. And usually 90% of the time, whenever I've went to a place and I'm like, Oh, let's do some hiking too. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, we usually stay up and drink the night before some also dehydrated on top of it you know I'm like I start de dehydrated think like you know oh one 20 ounce bottle of water is going to be enough you know I don't and know then how just, you do, I don't know how you even do that like yeah. like I like it like it like in a in theory like the idea of like doing a really long hike and having a victory beer at the end sounds cool like I don't think I could ever actually drink it I think yeah, that would be just too like, like just water just more water like water and like I just feel like it would take be just so disgusting like Cause you're so, cause it's just that thick. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty exactly. good. I do enjoy a victory beer after things like that. So, but I've never done anything like I've never done like some crazy hike. Maybe I mean, I'll have I, to try it. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll be a changed man. We'll see. Yeah. Just get a, just get you a cooler. Just, just put a couple beers in it. You'll appreciate it. Yeah. Or, you know, you want you to get back to camp. I mean, that's fine too. You know, if you, if you, if you do something like that, but, um, let's see. Okay. <laughs> I had to uh, write these down on a random piece of mail because I forgot my notebook at home. What I was going to talk about, okay, dude. Yeah, so you do uh, you do do some some drone stuff too, correct? Yeah, man, That's, drones are fun. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of controversy around them, especially like there's some more like regulations that the government is interested in, in legalizing, I guess. But 
I mean, they're fun, you know. Like oh, are, are, are there are there like is there new talks? I have. They're talking about like putting transponders on them so that the FAA would kind of know where they are when they're flying at all times. Which yeah. like 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 it, it it it's hard for me to like I don't know like I I, I see the potential benefit of that, mm-hmm. but I also like I see the problem with it too. Like it's a lot of oversight, mm-hmm. um, but. I don't know. Anyway, if, if, if people did, if people didn't, <laughs> if people weren't breaking the rules, yeah, well, that's the thing too. It like, wouldn't hurt people the people do, that don't, you know. Yeah, a lot of people don't aren't as, <coughs> aren't as responsible with with their drones as they should be. Um, and, and like, I'm pretty cautious. Like, I don't think that I've like flown anywhere that was not like totally allowed, or like there mm-hmm. may have been some restrictions, but I, I tried to follow all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know, you just don't want to be that guy that like... Yeah. Well, and yeah, you, you, know. you fall in the wrong spot and get caught, you'll you'll get fined, I mean... <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's it's not even about like, yeah, you'll get fined, and that, that sucks, but... Um, yeah, you just don't want you, backlash, so, you also don't want to be the guy that like, I don't know, like you hit something and your drone falls and like it hits a car, or like... Yeah, or hits some a crazy, person, yeah. Like some crazy, it's like probably more, that's like probably more to the extreme, but like, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff I, I'm like thinking about when I take off of my drone. Oh, like, for sure. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. There's um, there's no way. The, you have to be very <laughs> careful. I mean, and like there are there are rules and regulations for a reason. Like you don't yeah. like, I mean, you know, some little. I mean, even that falling from a hundred feet. Like even yeah. the I mean, like, <laughs> you could you know something the size of a cell phone. Yeah. Falling from a hundred feet would hurt. Really, it could kill someone. I don't know if it hit the, a child. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I mean, some of the, like there are some of the laws or whatever like that are a little bit silly. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, like it, it's all with good intent, like of keeping people safe, and, mm-hmm. and so like that stuff's okay. Um, you know, I guess we'll see what happens with with legislation in the future. Well, and in the, in the what's weird is the way that it's, it is the rules and regulations because you can what is it, anything from uh, 0.55 of a pound That's all the way like up that. to fifty five pounds. Yeah, I mean, so like something weighs fifty five pounds. That thing yeah. probably needs a lot of regulations. The, the good thing about those is that, like, they're very expensive. Yeah. I mean, like, they're, like... Usually if somebody has that, they probably... $13,000, $14,000 for yeah. something like that. Um, right. Those are, like, you can, like, put your actual DSLR on, and, like, that'd be super rad, but... Oh, it would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I'm, like, most every other person that I don't have, like, $20,000. Oh. <laughs> well, even the ones, even the ones cool. you get up to be a couple thousand dollars, you know, by the time yeah, you get to there, of, that's going to start culling out a lot of... Yeah, um, you know, just ignorance. But, but I like drone photography a lot. I think it. I think it like definitely. Um, I, it kind of changed the way I thought. Thought I think about like just regular like photography with my camera too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is. It, it it was like a. It was fun to kind of reset and have to like relearn some things, you mm-hmm. know, because figuring out composition with a drone is a little bit trickier, um, and not making everything look like flat or. Like just having like all these shots that like you see a lot of beginner drone photographers that take pictures just like straight on like the horizons like centered right in the middle uh-huh. of the thing you know or or they're like they're like lands shot landscape and and there's not like a lot of depth to it or, or uh-huh. not like they're not layered very well um, yeah so oh was, I, yeah I, I can only imagine how much yeah like goes into shooting stuff with a drone I mean that's you know like as far as yeah. I mean, because there's so many perspectives that are new and yeah, it's it's tricky to get, it's tricky to learn and tricky to like create stuff that that like looks or like that has like proper composition and, mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and like it's a, I think like I've like have made some now that um, 
like where I, I like try to apply my same approach that I do like on like shooting with my handheld camera um, to drone work. Uh-huh. I think I've gotten better at it <laughs> over time. Like yeah. I'm still like getting there, but. Um, oh no, you definitely yeah, have some it, great, great photography it, uh, that for, with your drone. I mean. Yeah, but it, it's just like another another thing to learn, you know. Um, but it was fun. I mean, it was super fun getting into. I was super, I was really obsessed with it at first. Oh like, yeah, I, I didn't touch my. Camera oh yeah, they're, like they're super months. fun to fly around. I just wanted you to know? fly, like yeah. take pictures with, with the drone. Um, but I'm glad I did that because like I I put a lot of hours into like like trying to relearn how to like apply my like I guess approach to taking normal pictures to it. So right. Um, so right. It, was, it was worth the uh, obsession, <laughs> but. Oh yeah, yeah for it's, sure. It's fun, um, and you do get to see a lot of unique perspectives, and, and yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's the coolest thing about it is sometimes that I mean, I, I do think that some people, uh, you know, misuse them and like they have these great shots of places, and it's like, oh man, you can't, you can't. Yeah, take you that. see like, that, that shot's not okay. You, you see can't that take in that. a lot. I mean, uh-huh. like there, you know, like there are some shots out there that you know are like okay. It's probably a little sketchy. Yeah, um, it's it's probably but, not okay that you did that, you know. And but I mean, like I don't, I don't know. Like I, I'm not looking to judge anyone or like. Um, <laughs> I say this, and I'm also else. like I'm kind of like I'm kind of. Um, I, I believe but, in all this stuff. I believe in rules and regulations, but I'm also yeah. like I'm also I'm a little bit punk rock where it's like hey, you know what you know. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> as long as you didn't hurt anybody or you know you, you were safe while more, you did it, um, you know. I would maybe be a little more bold with that with my like handheld camera. With uh, my drone, I'm not. I don't have the like. Sorry, I just I don't have the balls to do that. Like, yeah, I just don't. Oh like, yeah. You, well, like <laughs> I, I said, it, I mean, if somebody from the FAA happened to see like a shot and like, hey, I know where that's at. That's not okay. Like they, un- they they will find you and they will like find you. Pretty unlikely that yeah. something like that would ever happen. Oh, before. very. It's very. But unlikely, I'll tell you what but... though, like like using a drone in the city, like like really helped a lot. It's mm-hmm. very like Louisville, the tricky city to shoot in and like create something that's like like that's different than like you can go and like do street photography um, pretty easily, you know, but mm-hmm. like it's hard to like photograph the the whole city handheld at this point. It's just. You're very limited on like how like where you can go to like see the full skyline, um, and so it's pretty hard to create something that is a little bit different or that that like represents. Um, yeah, because they have a pretty unique skyline. That's yeah, so it's just tricky to, to do. But like having a drone totally changed that because you, yeah, you can like really find a, a different perspective um, that way. So I think that's that's like I probably gotten the most use of, use of it doing city stuff because of that like i like finally felt like i was like okay i can like finally make a composition that like feels good for me because feels unique i'm not like just kind of regurgitating the same stuff that has been done over and over and over again (laughs) right right yeah yeah Yeah, that's a uh, i mean that's the best part of them is you you get a new perspective on things that um I mean, I th- that's what I think is the best, pers- you know, best thing about them is the, the new perspectives you can get and you get these, uh, you know, you get used to seeing these like landscape shots of low and yeah. low and wide. And now there's this, uh, you know, there's this new, and I know that, you know, besides just the rules and regulations and I mean, some people just get butthurt if you even use a drone, there's, you know, it's like, I, yeah, I mean, I'm guess- the top, like, I mean, if somebody does a good job with it, I, I feel like a lot of that is just a lack of education on it. Um, yeah. and I mean, I don't know if any uh, paranoid person listening to this will be a, a, a paranoid with drones, but like I promise <laughs> you, they like the cameras are so bad that they there's no way that they can like see in your house or they can't like 
create anything. Oh, I mean, yeah, like, if somebody's flying you know, around your house and like trying to take, you know, trying trying to get pictures of somebody, like that person's just a creep anyway. Like it's it's not yeah, the drone's it, fault, you know. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's just a tool. It's how you you know. Yeah, it's it's. I, I would say that no one is really that interested. Like also like, like, I don't know like. Like if I were to like fly my drone in the country, like over people's houses, like I'm honestly not that interested in, in like what's no. going on that low to no. the either. No, I oh, feel like I, that's how most people feel about. Yeah, it. well, and I mean, I've even seen just like I don't know. It's what happens when you read the comments. <laughs> Is you know I've just seen like you know people just crap on somebody like they had this excellent drone shot and it's like, you know, cool drone shot, blah blah, you know, like just shit on it and it's like. Uh. I, yeah, you know, well, it's like, I, I, I guess don't know. My, my opinion on that is that it's just uh, another way of, it's just another like avenue of creating something like, yeah. like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like, it's, I don't think it's cheating. I don't think it's like making no. your life easier. If anything, it's not I, cheating because you, it's not like, I don't, it, well, if anybody anything, can go buy one. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like, you, you, you go buy one. <laughs> yeah. I, if anything, like, I think like creating good compositions with a drone has been more challenging because yeah. Like, like the initial craze with it was like all these top down shots of stuff yeah. um, of like trees or like lakes and whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's like kind of burned out and old now. Mm-hmm. And um, like, if anything, to me, it's, it's more challenging because it's really hard. I'm telling you, it's really hard. I know you just got one and yeah. you gotta like start learning how to use it, but it really is hard to not make your stuff look totally just flat. Oh I mean, yeah. there's. It, it's like, it's really tricky figuring out the right angle to like, like there's a knob on the remote when you're flying mm-hmm. the drone so, so you can angle the camera up and down or, yeah. or left and right. Um, there's like a sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, like there, there's a sweet spot depending on like the, the composition that you're going for and the scene that you're going for. So it just like is another, like there is like a kind of scientific approach behind it. Okay, to, yeah. To it's something I haven't dove that so, much into. Like I said, I just got one because I just kind of thought it'd be cool to, yeah, you I, know, because we go to a lot of places and there's usually not a lot of people around and. It'd just yeah. be cool to fly, you know, get a different perspective of stuff, and you know. Yeah. So I guess the people like that say that, oh, you do this with a drone, and it's like easy. Like my, that would be my answer to them. Like it's actually more like I think it's more yeah. complicated than using a handheld camera. Yeah. Personally, but. Oh yeah, I mean it's. You, I don't. Yeah, I, I think the same. I have absolutely zero problem with drones. I think they're cool, and uh, uh, you know, there, there's a couple shots that I've seen people take, and it's just like, what a shot! Just it just makes these incredible. Yeah. You know, they just take these incredible places and just do something that. And I think, I think a lot of that when people are butthurt about stuff like that, I think they're just jealous. Like I don't know, I just I, you know, some people they, they see somebody buy like a super nice drone and they're like, oh, it must be nice to have a two thousand dollar drone. Blah blah. You know, they're the same people yeah, that I, just crap on everything. Probably. I don't know if I've. I don't know that I've ever like ran into that necessarily. Um, That's good. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, like it, it is what it is. Like I like. But I will say, like, personally, I've never, I have seen other people, like, get comments that are kind of snarky about drones, but I've never had anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like even, like, the stuff that I shared at Facebook, like, people are curious, like, how it's done, or mm-hmm. they're, like, more, they're more intrigued by it than anything. Yeah. Um, I think on Instagram, people are pretty used to it now, but, like, through Facebook, like, I think my, like, on my Facebook page, I think more, like, I have an older viewership um, and so mm-hmm. they're like just really intrigued by how drones work and like how you kind of, I don't know, approach yeah. it. Like it's just a different, like I've just never had a negative experience with it personally. Yeah. I think, well, okay. I think one time I did, um, 
I, I did one time have a have kind of a snarky comment, but that was it. You know, I just like kind of moved on. I don't know. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> I, I think you're gonna get them, and I just uh, I don't know. I, I, I was just kind of wondering if you had had any like negative nah, anything I'm, from it because I just I know how people are with it sometimes, and I just because I see it on really. the internet, and I'm just like, ah, oh, man. I think too, like a lot of people, like they kind of sometimes they bring like not all the time, like but sometimes they kind of bring it on them, bring it on themselves too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm not like um, very. Uh, um, loud about how I like do something like I'll like share a picture but I'm not like saying oh I got my drone out today and I like did all this like whatever you know like mm-hmm. like I'm pretty quiet about it I'll right. like say something about the picture share the picture and then like move on right yeah but, yes yes yeah you're not like look at this drone stuff drone hashtag everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just like you just like this is a good photo because it's a good photo not well, hopefully it is <laughs> yeah yeah right right yeah yeah yeah, that's a um, now. What uh, like what what kind of uh, what kind of drone do you use actually? Uh, it's the original Mavic Pro. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, that was about a what fifteen twenty megapixel? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So it's <laughs> um, like the it is. Uh, I think twelve megapixels. Twelve. Okay. Because yeah, I have I just Mavic bought like a little Spark and it has a twelve megapixel. Yeah, the just... original Mavic Pro is twelve megapixels. Um, it has a fixed aperture of two point eight, okay. which um that was the. I was a little bit worried about that, you know, yeah, shooting like, everything 2.8. Yeah. Um, but it, it works out pretty well. The newer one, the Mavic Pro 2, does have aperture control up to f11, I believe. So oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more. Is that the, uh, the does the new one? Isn't that like a Hasselblad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a silly camera. That's... Um, yeah, I th- I don't think it's I can't remember what the the specs on the camera for the Mavic Pro 2. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you had any issues like? Depth of field, which I mean, I no. guess at certain distance it doesn't even. No, the only time that I've had like I've had a problem with like something not being in focus is if it was really if it was windy, um, or if I couldn't like just stabilize it. Like it was, it wasn't like the drone's fault. It was my fault. Like yes. trying to keep it steady. Yeah, um, I've gotten better about that mm-hmm. over time. But like, yeah, you, I mean, you don't really have any problem with depth of field with the 2.8 at that distance yeah because it's so i mean so far away it doesn't yeah, even it's not yeah. a big deal Every, everything is pretty much the same depth of it's it's, it's to infinity yeah so. yeah i mean like you'll see like a little bit like in the edges, the edges maybe, like yeah. that might be a little bit more out of focus but for the most part it's like it's not really noticeable yeah. um, unless you're like really heavily editing to yeah. the point to where it brings it out right it's not noticeable have you crashed it no. Okay. okay. Well, no, no, that's not true. Um, I did crash it once, but it like, again, it was like my own fault. I was just being stupid. It was kind of, yeah. it like got really, I was flying down on the river and um, it got really windy kind of out of nowhere. Like a storm started rolling in over the summer. And so I was like, oh shit, like I got to fly this thing back really fast. So I'm flying it back and I was parked on a, like a gravel, like, like a gra- in a gravel parking lot, but it wasn't like small gravel. It was like these big chunks of gravel. You know? Okay. So right. I didn't want to land the drone on that because the legs weren't like, they're not quite long enough that I didn't think that I was like, okay, the camera is not going to touch the, so, um, I was landing on the roof of my car <laughs> and like, as I'm coming down, like the wind, like picked it up from the bottom and blew it off the side of my car. Like the, the propellers <laughs> like scratched down my car oh, and like, gosh. it like shaved them down. So I yeah. had to, I, I was a little bit, I was pretty nervous about that one, but it just like broke the propellers. I just had to change them. Okay. Yeah. No, nothing, yeah. nothing too terrible. Nothing, okay. It was nothing. Yeah. It, it sounded terrible. Yeah. Um, and my car definitely <laughs> paid for it. My poor Kia Forte has a, a big drone scratch on it now. Um, yeah. I have a buddy that does, but, uh, yeah. he, he does a lot of uh, drone videography and I think he said he's like on his 
fourteenth one or something. But oh, yeah, he just like throws it in sports mode and like tries to fly around trees. And it's like, dude, you're insane. That's it's the things cost way too much money to just yeah. be flying it like you do. I mean, it's just a different like whatever they like people want to create. That like that doesn't interest me in, in any way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of the, the risk of whatever you're trying to do, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Like I said, he just tries to rip around <laughs> stuff. I'm like, man, you know you could go slow and just speed up the footage, yeah. right? Like, you could go really <laughs> slow around through all of this and just... It's like, oh, yeah, it's not as fun, though. And just, like, <laughs> just takes it off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but he's safe with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't... He tries not to fly it over people and stuff, I think, for the most part, you know? Um, so, yeah, so we talk about drone, like, the... So, Let's let's get into gear. I mean, I know the last time we was, we actually had an interesting conversation about this because, uh, so what yeah. what camera do you shoot with? Um, yeah, I shoot uh, with a Sony A seven R two and a twenty forty seventy f four Zeiss lens. That's all I got. Yeah, that, that <laughs> I don't is, have anything else. That's awesome. Um, I remember the first time you said that to me. I was like, really? Yeah, I, I'm pretty minimalist about it. I I just don't like. I just feel like it, it's really easy to get sucked into this whole like idea that you need to have like four or five different lenses that like like you end up buying all these lenses but like the focal lengths still overlap mm-hmm. for the most part yeah. and like to me it's just like i like they're like i get that different lenses like will will kind of process things differently you know mm-hmm. um like the 24 to 70 like tends to be more flat than like a wide angle lens would be um but like i i like the challenge of it more i like the like like going somewhere and like it, it's just like another layer of complexity on top of it that I have to think about and I, I like like that challenge for myself yes um you know and so that's no I dig I, that I mean I really I, re- yeah. I really I really respect it because so that's I, why I only have the one lens and I like at this point I like I can't like I don't like imagine getting another one anytime yeah. soon <laughs> yeah. no Although, I mean like sometimes sometimes I do wish I had a wide angle and sometimes uh-huh. I feel the like I I've can like feel like a little bit of strain trying to figure out what I'm what I'm gonna do. Yes. But um, but like like it's pretty momentary. Well, you, like... you do you, you have like I think to have one lens, I think you have about the best focal length. You know, lens yeah, to twenty four seventy is pretty. It yeah. covers. And the I mean, unless is... you're doing wildlife photography, I yeah. don't. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I, there's certain situations like if you were in certain places, sure. You know. Yeah. A longer focal length would help you with composition sometimes, the, maybe. But well, the benefit of the like Sony A7R2 is that you get so much detail in the files because mm-hmm. um, it's such a like the sensor is so massive on the camera. Yeah. So you get so much more detail in the files that like I could take a shot at I don't know like 68 millimeters or like whatever, and I can really crop in and mm-hmm. it still has all the detail. Yeah, you have 40. Would. You have over 40 megapixels to play with, right? Yeah, so, so 42.1, I think. Yeah, so you can. Um, so you just crop into lot. a corner and it's there. Yeah, you just have a lot to work with. So like, the longer focal length has never been that big of an issue for me. It's always been more that I wish it was like a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. but you know, it's it also hasn't been like such a hindrance that I'm like I really need to go buy a long a wide angle lens. Yeah. You know, like, and also like, like this is something like, it's, it's like a hobby, you know, so I don't <laughs> yeah, like feel the need to like, yeah, yeah. Buy a bunch of stuff. Right. Yeah. It's like one of those, you know, maybe someday. Yeah. But the right drum, now, I will yeah. say that, I mean, the drone was like my, my impulse buy of 2018 though. Like, yeah, <laughs> I had like never considered having one before. And then I like saw one of my, like this person I know on Instagram was selling their Z's and I was like, okay. I don't know why, but I really want that, so I bought it. <laughs> but I, I, I feel that I, I yeah. totally I feel that, and I mean, so that's I think it's 
it's like you said, you, you like very minimalist, you know, you like to be very simplistic with your approach to things. You like to, uh, I mean, yeah, I was uh, going to say that your, your, your editing style is you, you are not heavy handed. Nah, I don't do anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. I, and, and frankly, like, I've never seen anything where I was like, oh, you did this there. You know what I mean? Like, I never, yeah. I've never noticed your editing. So what I'm, you know what I mean? I try to be, I try to be subtle. I mean, there's probably times where it's, where it's less so, but I do try to be subtle. Um, and, and like, like, I don't know, like I'll get questions a lot about how, um, how I edited or like how I took the shot. Like, I, like a couple of days ago, I had a question about if I bracketed a bunch of stuff and like, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how to, like, I, I know what it, what bracketing is, you know, but like, I don't yeah. know how to like, yeah, you've actually, never done it. So I've never like tried it. Um, yeah. I've never, it's like, just buy a Sony. Like, that's sometimes uh... <laughs> like people will ask me about like, if I'm, if I'm like stacking images or doing multiple exposures to like mm-hmm. expose for the sky and in the foreground or like stuff like that. But I, I don't like mm-hmm. my, my shoot, my approach to shooting and editing is both, are they're both really simple. Like, if I shoot something, I always expose for the sky mm-hmm. or the whatever the brightest point is, and then when I edit, like, I like do the exact same thing basically mm-hmm. to every picture, like because yeah. they're overexposed. You know, I raise the exposure. It like I like target where I raise the exposure in the shadows mm-hmm. and the blacks. You know, where right. where it was underexposed, and like that, like I might add a little bit of clarity, and like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a. Um, I mean, that is that is a place where gear comes in handy because your camera is does have a crazy. Yeah, it does range. like it does ninety yeah. percent of the work for me. Yeah, I mean, I you know that. that so, so it, you know, it's to yeah. gear matters some. I mean, obviously, but I, I yeah. you know, I, I don't think that your photography is centered around your gear or your it's editing. Not, yeah, I, I mean, like, it's it's centered around great compositions and yeah, you know, and good lighting. Yeah, most of the time, I, I most of the stuff that. I've seen you do, it's, even yeah. if it's not great lighting, you you find a way to make the lighting that's there work. Yeah, you I, know? I appreciate that, and it's a big it's a big compliment. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think it that works better for me mm-hmm. um it's like there's no there's nothing wrong with bracketing or or layering pictures or like doing multiple. boy i hope not <laughs> there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that at all um i just don't like to it's just not for me personally yeah. like it's always funny when someone asks me oh how long does it take you to edit a picture and i'm like i don't know two minutes like yeah. like <laughs> i don't yeah. like a cape like occasionally it might take longer if i like i'm really bad about like camera maintenance so like every time I take a picture I've got like a ton of dust spots I have oh, so you just spot removal like, spot removal spot like removal spot removal like that might take me some time to like actually like edit get your sensor dust off there that, like in my style doesn't take that long at all yeah yeah, um, yeah. I don't know I, it's just it's just uh, that's how I do it and if oh someone, no that's great if somebody I mean, wants to spend an hour editing their picture that's cool too yeah yeah it's it's just whatever you know I, I've I've heard both sides. I mean, I've heard people say, like, you can't spend more than 10 minutes on a photo. And I've heard people say, like, you know, I, there's no way I could, you know. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't it's think I've ever heard anybody really shit on it the other way very much. I have heard people say it many times that you can't, you know, you shouldn't spend more than blah, 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 or, or you didn't, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, I kind of took the, I take photos to do them that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't really whenever, do whenever I, uh, you know, whenever I bracket through things and where I take, yeah, you know, not. you know, I focus stack from front to back, and then yeah. take a different shot for the sky, and put them all together. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, I take them that way. You know, it's not that, uh, yeah, and I, and I don't like, always. I mean, if, if if it doesn't need it, I don't. But sometimes, you know, yeah. you get pretty. I don't know. Like I, I like. I mean, there are like some fundamental things that people can do wrong when they're like they're editing or shooting or composing something for mm-hmm. sure. But for the most part, like if it's just like a st- different style of pro- a stylistic approach, then uh, who cares? Like, yeah. We're also like. Like, 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 if we're being realistic, like, 
you know, like 99% of the people that we like follow on Instagram, like they're not, it's not their job, you know, like yeah. it's, it's a hobby. And so like, who cares if, if like that approach or that style to it, like is what makes them happy and like, they like looking at it then yeah. like, fuck it, like more power to you. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what, that's what it's supposed to be about. For sure. And I, I mean, uh, I mean, I've seen great uh i've seen great cell phone shots i think i've said this in every uh i think i've said this in every podcast so far that i mean i had somebody ask me once if it bothered me to see somebody with a cell phone get a bunch of likes it's like no yeah like if they can take a well-composed shot of a cool place like better than i can with a 40 something megapixel camera it's not their fault you know it's like they did a good job that's uh uh, yeah i don't i don't really care about any of that man whatever i that i took a lot of pictures on my cell phone early early on yeah yeah that's kind of what got me started. I, I was like taking photos people, with my cell phone, and then all of a sudden, I feel like a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that's fine. Like if you can, it the, the tricky thing with with like like if you have like the brand new iPhone, like the 11 Pro, like you can take some really good like shots and good lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's tricky when you're dealing with like trying to expose for multiple things, but. Um, yeah, people can take really good pictures. With oh, for sure. Some, I've fine. seen video shot too with iPhones. I'm just like, yeah, that's I think incredible. I think it has more opportunity in video right now than it does photography. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think it, it, like iPhone pictures don't really compare to a DSLR, but video for sure. Oh like, yeah, you can shoot 4K video on your iPhone. Like if you <laughs> yeah. know how to like maneuver it so that it like. And I don't know really anything about video, but like yeah. you know, like I have a feel a feel for like what seems pleasing when I uh, watch yeah, something. Yeah, you, you would be able to you do know? it. I mean, like yeah, if you do like if you like have a, a gimbal or whatever that you can put your f- freaking iPhone. Oh on, yeah, yeah uh, the new iPhone was one of those. Uh, oh, what's it called? It's a little handheld gimbal that you can you yeah, know it, it has the can, controls on the on the thumb kind yeah. of. And, yeah, you could totally create some cool cool videos with iPhones. Yes, yeah. yeah. About it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, I mean, I think that uh, actually, we watched a we watched a movie that a guy from Corbin shot completely on a new S nine. Oh yeah, or something. like the, yeah. whatever the new Samsung was. Shot the whole thing on that, and yeah. I mean, it looked pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's you, cool, man. Yeah. When people can do can pull stuff like that off with uh you know as just simple possible, simple think. gear i think that goes back to like, <laughs> it's just like what, what more, is it do you what is it's it like you want to do thing. it's like more impressive to me when somebody can can do can keep it simple and do something really cool mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah oh no that i think like i said that's one of the things i think that is very impressive whenever about your photography whenever somebody asks you know like man how many how many shots does this take for you to put together to get this and it's like God, just one yeah one picture. Just, it's a really good composition and uh, <laughs> one picture and uh, a good exposure the for the for the sky and then bring the shadows and stuff you know that's yeah. a that's a uh, that's so if, if you had if you had a tip for a beginner like what would the I mean, not not maybe not just one like if, if, if you had a you know like well a, i think it's i think it's like two things and the first we kind of talked about a little bit but like the first thing is like figure out what's unique to you and like use that as your kind of springboard to mm-hmm. to creating something you know because um like like true photography is is storytelling mm-hmm. and it's um creating emotion you know so like find what's what's like unique to you that you can talk about intelligently and that you can share your emotion about intelligent intelligently um and then the second thing i would say is like learning how to use your i guess it's kind of a two-parter but like really learning how to use manual controls because like you can't like like you, if you if if you want to take like very high quality photographs that can be printed and that will be sharp and will 
um, you know, not have like any weird issues in the files. Mm -hmm. Like you need to shoot a manual and learn how to expose and like how to judge um, shutter speed and ISO and all those things. And yeah, aperture. just the triangle. And, okay. it, it, and it's, it's tough to do that. It's really hard to learn that stuff. Um, you know, it's a lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. um, even like sometimes now, like if I go somewhere, like I still like take probably 20 shots and they're all like different aperture and different ISO and different um, mm -hmm. shutter speed until I like figure out like the, the sweet spot for, for what I think I'm doing. Yeah. You know? um, and I think that was like, hard for me to learn was the, not there's not one there's not one setting for the scene no yeah you know, aperture uh, was like the trickiest thing for me um for whatever reason but once i like figured that out i was like okay like like i, yeah. know, I know how to take a sharp picture now <laughs> right yeah yeah um but i would say that like is very important you know and and don't like don't like go buy like some like ebook that somebody sells about how to control your camera like stuff like that. There's so much free information on the internet. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube is your friend. My goodness, you can watch that. People will tell you how to or like freaking send me a message on Instagram. I'll tell you how to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Feel um, free to message us. Like, um, <laughs> if you, I'm not an authority but, on anything, but like you know, I'll try. But I'll try like, to help. Yeah, like learning how to use your manual controls are really important, um, and how to learning how to like judge a scene and figure out what settings you should use for that. And then the third thing, you know. Again, it's like kind of trial and error, and also through feedback and critique, learning composition. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like there, like a lot of people like will say like photography subjective, and I took the picture this way because it's subjective, and I like this, and like that is great. But there are also fundamentals behind behind composing a, a I think good to I think photograph. for somebody to go and break the rules. They gotta yeah. know the rules. Like there's <laughs> yeah. there's there's a right and wrong way to kind of break the rule. You know, yeah. like. But like for someone starting out, I think it's good to learn the like proper way to kind of compose something. Um, and then like once you learn that, then, then you're like, okay, I know I can break the rules this way because I understand what I'm doing and I know it'll yeah. still be pleasing to look at. Um, so, I mean, I think those three things are, I think the first one is the most important. Um, you know, finding what's unique to you and what unique story you can tell, I think is the most mm -hmm. important thing to like, to create it, to, starting to create like beautiful pictures and, and cool stories. Um, then the other two things are very important, but as well, but I think they're a little bit less important. Yeah. Yeah. But. And I mean, and I mean, the message is obviously to, you know, to, I mean, try to, you know, the, the photography, the, the taking, the taking the picture is, it's kind of like the, almost the last, like you got to learn how, depends. you got to know how everything works really. Yeah. And then try to fit it around. I mean, I don't know, like I said, there's, there's, a million ways to learn how to do it obviously but it just depends on what you want out of it i mean mm -hmm. if you if you're like again it's totally fine to like just go out and take take like you know pictures snapshot of, photos of pictures stuff. of whatever and yeah. share it that's, like, what, that's, that's what makes you happy to that's do that's also totally that's... cool just like i think like i'm like if someone was interested in like doing something like similar to what i hope that i'm doing like, right like that's how i that's how i would yeah. approach it that was re that was really the question like to um, get to what yeah, like if you were wanting to, if someone was wanting to kind of do something similar to me, like that's my approach to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, trying to create something, some conversation about something. Yes. Um, but I, was, I had something else I wanted to say. <coughs> Probably I interrupted kind of, you. I'm it, like, sorry. Totally slipped away. Um, <laughs> oh well. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll come back to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and seeing the. I think you took a great approach to doing 
photography is, you know, you don't overwhelm yourself with the process of, you know, of yeah. most of it. You learn how to use your camera and then yeah. you... Because, like, to me, it's more about the, like, experience that I'm having. Yeah, you you like, go to places that inspire you to take photos of them. Yeah, like, and I, then... like, I'll take pictures of places that I go, but, like, that's not why I went to the mm -hmm. thing, you know? Like, I think that's also an important um, thing to differentiate. Like, like, I like to go and I like to be in, you know, the woods and, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like experience that and, like, find, like, go to, like cool things that like give me an opportunity to like chill by myself and like I, I pretty much always do this stuff by myself too yeah this is another thing like yeah you kind of say I, this it's more of a it's more of a meditative just yeah. You know. yeah so like I like to like have that that opportunity to like kind of self-reflect and whatever and I'll like take a picture of like what's sitting in front of me while I'm there but like it's never like it's it's very rarely like is that the number one reason I'm mm -hmm. doing something you know yeah that's a but I, I wish that I have a hard time with it, like I go out whenever conditions are good, and then like, well, it's tough to. I, like, I end up like rushing around and not finding anything, yeah, and then it is like, really tough to. Well, okay, that was the fourth thing I was gonna say. You just reminded me. The fourth thing is like, like in part, like planning too. Yes. Like, like you do have to do some some level of planning. Like, I mean, you need to understand. Um, it, you know, <laughs> there there has to be some planning behind it. So that way, you're at least like you're at least going someplace very specific and targeted so that you're not just kind of lost. Yes. Um, you know, yeah, because you, you know, I mean, like I said, I've, I've, I've been, I mean, I haven't been doing it long, but I've been yeah. doing it long enough to know that you can't just go drive around. And your planning you know? could be yeah. as easy as just like researching and saying like, Oh, this hike looks interesting. I want to do this. Or like maybe mm -hmm. this hike seems challenging to me. So I want to see if I can go and do it. Like, yeah. like yeah. your planning could be as little as that. You yes. know, it doesn't have to be, crazy yeah um, it's just like have a destination in mind that you want mm -hmm. to spend your day and then, yeah and I mean you know that's a, a I, I want to I've, I've told myself that I want to focus more around like weather patterns and weather and like go to these same places I have been going like you know there's like you said we have a hard time here getting elevation where you can see things and like yeah uh, I, I want to pay more attention to that stuff and like be ready to go you know say if like hey look at a place in Western Kentucky or Eastern Kentucky that, you know, I know is a good spot, but I've just never been there in good weather. Like pay attention to their weather. Yeah. And like, if you think something's coming through, that would be cool. Go then instead of, you know, you know, yeah. put it off. Don't just go on a random check the weather on places. If you're going to go, you know, and you have said, I think you said last time that you'll kind of just shoot and whatever, you know, you don't really. Yeah. More now. Now I do that more now than I used to. Yeah. Now I don't worry about it as much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, see, I, I'm, again, I'm, it's like it's like what's, what's the driving factor behind it? You know, like I just want to go have a have a good day. You just want to like, go, yeah. You know, and, yeah. And like a lot of times, like condi like conditions end up being being good, but uh, there are days when it doesn't. Like, <laughs> like I just shared some stuff tonight that was at um, Patoka Lake and then the Hemlock Cliffs that we hiked on Sunday with a couple of my friends, and like mm -hmm. there was nothing like special about the weather that day. But we had we had fun and like we did the best we could where we were and yeah. that's all that mattered, you know. Yeah, that's that's yeah. great. I have a uh, that's good. But I mean, I, it's something I need to do. It's something I need to be better about. I'm 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 very bad for just. I think like, like, ah, lots bad. I think like relaxing about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, will will ultimately make you better too because yeah. you're not like, I don't know, like you. Can, it's really easy to kind of get all up in your head and like not just about photography but anything. Like it's really easy to get all all up in your head about yeah. things and like. And, and, you know, like sometimes just like chilling out a little bit, just like remember like, you know, 
why you're like, like it, for me, it's always helpful to like re level, like to level set and be like, okay, like I'm going to go and spend a day here because I know that I'll have a good time and who cares like about the result. I'm not, you, you know, I'm not making money on it. I'm not that yeah. interested yeah. in like, but you're also not working. You know what I mean? Like you got to look yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just important to, to sometimes to like reset yourself. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I mean, especially whenever you look at it, like you said, you do as, as a meditative. If if you, you know, you took it and then you stress yourself out about it, yeah, I mean, about about everything, it would be tough, you know. And sometimes that's for me. I mean, it's, I'm, I, yeah. I struggle with it a little bit sometimes. That's well, it's just important to like. I think just in general, like in everyday life, but it's important to like be self aware enough to know like when you need to do something and when you need to stop doing something, mm-hmm. you know, like that's why I wasn't shooting for like two months in November and December. Cause I just felt like I need to like stop because mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying it. So yeah. why should I do it? You know, yeah. I, should, yeah, that's, uh, I should wait until I feel like I want to do it again. Yeah. It was, uh, I had, I had that kind of happened the uh, first of December a little bit. I had to, I went on a trip and I planned on doing this photography. And then when we got out there and I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to just chill for a couple of days, not worry about it. So, I, I mean, I barely got my camera. I mean, I did take yeah. a couple of photos, but Sometimes I just, that's fine. it yeah. wasn't, and whenever I was taking them, I was like, ah, these probably aren't going to turn out. I'm going to take them just because maybe I'll remember to come back here, yeah. you know, sometime, but I, I wasn't really worried about it. And I think that's a, um, I think that's also maybe good advice too for a beginner would be to, you know, if you start getting a little burned out and a little stressed about it, just take a week or two yeah, off, like, you know, if you me, need it's, to. It's not worth um like it's not worth letting a hobby be what's stressing you out. Yeah, you it's know? not a. It's a. It's a bad. This isn't. It's. It's. Yeah. It's. You know, it's art for the most part, and yeah. I don't think that. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's worth. You know, I mean, I don't know. If you're trying to make a living at it, obviously it's. it's yeah, but little, you're bringing that stress. You're like, if if you're going into photography saying this is going to be my profession, you're bringing that stress on yourself a little bit by knowing that that's what you're going to be doing. You know, you gotta. You yeah. know, understand that you're going to have to deal with that stress sometimes. But yeah, I think whenever you're going to do it for just a hobby. You know, if it starts to stress you out over what you're doing, maybe it is good to just step away for a little bit. And yeah. You know, if you want to keep doing it the rest of your life, if you keep stressing yourself, you may be like, I hate this and quit. So yeah. it's probably for good sure. to step away. That's yeah. a, um, uh, so uh, kind of wrapping here, what like what is what does the future look like? What's the... um, so, I mean, I think uh, we're, I'm going to keep doing some different like festivals around town just mm-hmm. to kind of get my work out there and talk to people about it. Um, and have conversations about it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like I do want to do some more traveling this year um, outside of Kentucky. So I'm trying to figure out how to balance that because they're, <clears throat> like last year I traveled a lot through Kentucky in, in September and, and really all summer. And, um, you know, I, I hit a lot of places that I really wanted to see and like, but I, there were still other places on that list that I didn't do. So I'm gonna try to figure out like a, how to balance, like getting to more things in Kentucky that I wanted to see, but also trying to get uh, somewhere else like a, like like my theoretical plan right now is is thinking about kind of combining Montana and Wyoming mm-hmm. um, but but you know I don't know things could change it's only January uh, right yeah it's so, January uh, um, but yeah so so we'll see but that's kind of what I'm thinking right now and you know yeah Wyoming well, Montana would be a would be a great it's, it's an awesome yeah. I mean I've only been in the I've only been in one little spot in Montana but yeah, I mean I really I, wanna... Wyoming is uh, it's, yeah. it's it's very very special um and it was one. I just want to go back there and spend the whole time there instead yeah. of driving through it to get to other places. Because I just I don't know how much stuff we pass on the side of the road. I was just like, oh my gosh, I wish we could stop here for a day or two, you know? Because it's just, yeah. just beautiful areas. And um, 
So, I mean, those are, those are kind of your destinations. You, you have, uh, like, you have spots in mind, like, in those places, or you just... No, I mean, outside of, like, I mean, the, the obvious ones, you know, the National Parks, the Tetons, and Glacier, I don't have anything else specific in mind. Mm-hmm. I've done no research into it. It's just, like, an idea. I was like, ah, I've oh, yeah. kind of, like, wanted yeah. to go there, so it'd be yeah. cool to, like, just do it, you know? <laughs> I don't have any reason not to. So. Yeah, we, have, we haven't put a pin on the calendar yet, but that's kind <clears> of, I mean, you know, yeah, we, so. we have a few places in mind that we want to go, and it's just... You know, yeah. it's the planning and the everything, and uh, yeah. which we we camp most places we go. And yeah. when, once you get so far west, there's a lot of there's a lot of free camping. I mean, there's yeah. BLM land everywhere out there. So, I mean, I know, I know to some people that's really stressful to not have facilities and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah. So that I mean, that's just kind of what I'm thinking right now. We'll see. You never know. Yeah. But. Yeah. What's the? Uh, uh, I mean. Sorry, I had a question and it completely left <laughs> <That> me. <laughs> I went to jump into it and my my mouth started out running my head. So, um, so you said you're gonna do some festivals too? Like, is that? Oh what yeah, the, like you uh, just, yeah. Like I'll do flea off. Um, I'm sure. And is that like a monthly thing here in Louisville? Or is it, that a weekly? Yeah, thing? Usually is every month. Yeah, like mm-hmm. closer to, to warmer weather, it's every month. Um, yeah. So I, is that I is it that. inside deal or outside? It's or? Outside. It's no, outside. So I did. They do have inside ones in, in the fall time and in December, but. I did it a lot last summer. I think I'd like to do that again. It was pretty fun. Is um, that something that is just available to local Louisville No, I mean, anybody artists, can do it. So. You just, you go and you, um, like, fill out as an applicant, and that's pretty much it. Like, mm-hmm. anyone who signs up is going to get to do it. And so it's outside, so you just, like, you bring your own table. Yeah, to bring even your set own up. table and tent and, like, oh, whatever. Oh, cool, okay. Just yeah. set up. Yeah. So if you want, like, bring, like, a 10 by 10 yeah, tent that's, or something that's to sit under. Like, you bring a 10 by 10, just bring whatever, you know, thing you're making. Like, I just brought... You know, yeah. a couple of big prints and then smaller ones for people to flip through. Yeah, so it's almost like a farmer's market, but kind of, but an art fair, I guess Kinda. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. but yeah, it's pretty fun. So I'm gonna do. Yeah, it. just for people listening, you yeah. know, that's maybe a cool thing. If somebody is listening in the Louisville area, that's something that. Yeah, it's fun. Might be. Um, I, so I'll be doing that again, and then I'm, I'm gonna look into some other ones to do too that are. Be a good place for them to meet you too if they're listening, and you know. You, yeah, man, come hang out. Sometimes, sometimes you go through lulls and you're there, and you like don't talk to anyone for like two hours. And you're yeah. Kind of bored. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's but it's still fun. So I'll probably be doing that stuff, and then just you know shooting around Kentucky and, and Indiana when I feel like it until I travel. Awesome. Yeah, I think that uh, we we're right now. I don't know if this will be out yet, but we're we're currently planning to uh, maybe try to get together and do a shoot here in a week or so. So that'll be yeah, be that'll, be, that'll be the, the the near plans. Maybe that's that's uh, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about the plans we have. To, yeah. The place we're gonna go. It's a secret. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, man, Jesse, it's great talking to you again. Yeah, you too, man. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll probably go back and listen to that old one and be like, oh, we forgot to talk about this, cause, and it was good. That's but, right, you know, maybe yeah. we'll, do, we'll do it again sometime. Hopefully this uh, <laughs> yeah. hopefully this goes goes on for a little while and we uh, we have yeah, a chance awesome, to do this man. again. It's, it's uh, fun. Uh, it's fun to talk about this stuff. For sure, for yeah. sure. And, uh, oh, throw throw your handles out. I'll do oh, this yeah. in the pregame before. Or, yeah, I, so Instagram or Facebook, I'm both Jesse Hurt Photo, and it's – J E S S E no I H U R T like you hurt yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's where you can find him. And maybe we'll get to talk to him again sometime. This is going to be us signing off. And thanks for listening.